minutes, 
like 24 rounds is too long. I reckon drop it back to 17 and then maybe roll like a conference system for finals. Yeah. That like gets all teams involved and protects the teams or like looks the after six, teams at the top six, of the six, ladder. Six, yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's the other thing where you go the top six playoff for the top four, the bottom six playoff for the final two finals positions, and then the bottom six, like the lowest part of the ladder playoff for like Close. the best lottery chance for the number one pick or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I just it will never happen. And- that will not happen, but it's a cool idea. But also how oh, about dude. just go go like 22 rounds again and go... You know, like even just go twenty-one. You got two rivals you can pick each, or three rivals. Um, oh, that would be four. So go twenty rounds. So seventeen. Play everyone once, and then you've got three extra rounds to um play. Like you know, Eagles twice, Geelong. We have a bit of a rivalry with. You know, Carlton can play Collingwood. Uh, Essendon and Collingwood as well can play twice. You know, all those teams in Melbourne that have like sort of two or three rivals. Yeah. <clears throat> it's not that hard. Um, and I don't think anyone would be like, oh, I really wish we had three more games this year. It's like by this time oh. of the year, we're like, ugh. Just step away from what makes it profitable from broadcasting and just introduce things a little more entertaining for the fans. Yeah, I agree. Um, well, on that note, that Let's talk about round a, 23. Uh, <laughs> yeah, round 23. Where... We hadn't, have we played Port yet? This is the first time we've played Port. Oh, yeah, round 23. No. But did you know, Juddy, they've lost three of their last four heading into yeah. this match? Yeah. Uh, is that good correction. Like... Good correction. <laughs> yeah, they won last week. So last night, Ben goes, oh, haven't Port lost, lost four, four in a row? row? And I was like, no, nah, they, they won last week, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah true. Yeah, something. <laughs> But we were a red hot sniff. Good on Port Adelaide. They kind of had to pull their finger. We out played to get pretty well, man. Yeah, they well they're playing for a top two spot. Um, then Brisbane. Uh, I think there's a Melbourne might Melbourne. be. No, I think yeah. it's just. I think I'll it's go a quick to go ladder check. Two. Quick ladder check. They Pies on sixty eight points. Brisbane and yeah. Port on sixty four. Melbourne on sixty. Yeah. So a lot to play for for Port Adelaide in that game. They don't want to be sitting uh, tied with Melbourne, possibly getting a third spot, for, considering they want to drag it back to South Australia, top two. Uh, I thought, yeah, we'll read the score and then we'll get into it. 8-10-58, Yeah, I'm getting more and more pissed off with our score lines. Not like we need. Do you remember in what was it like? Whatever the home, the preseason cup was, probably Wizard Cup or whatever it was at the time where they had super goals and at one stage they also had like nine pointers from outside 50 and at one stage they also had um, three points for a rush behind when they were sort of free. <laughs> oh, so the score line was four numbers. So it was like 1.8.1.7. Yeah. I reckon we need one at the end of our score. So eight goals, 10. How many didn't score? How many shots on goal didn't score? You know what I reckon's crazy is this year we've had two potential chances for goal of the years from two of the most unlikely but deserved suspects. Ethan, Ethan Hughes. Hughes. Yeah. Ethan Hughes. <laughs> and then Bailey Banfield. Yeah. But he should get an award because he's had a fresh airy. Two blokes have knocked each other out. And one of them's bleeding and the ball's hit the goal umpire on the dick. Yeah. Dick shot. That was good dick talk, actually. I remember that happening at the time. Um, he just couldn't jump should have high enough. Off. That's out. Yeah. <laughs> Golan is just like, 
That'll learn him. Check and Zorko's, Probably review it. Zorko's. Imagine if they reviewed that and then like it just zooms in on his dick and it's like, yeah, that definitely hit you in the dick. <laughs> Play on. Zorko's like, is that you'd be careful you get a bit of bruising down there. <laughs> yeah, you can do anything to people's dicks these days, according to Zorko. You can just grab it. But um yeah, it was it was a bit of an almost game. I know we like fought. We fought so hard and then they kind of just broke it. They broke our back a lot of time. Like it was back to those 10 years hard labor. We just, a bit of polish missing. I enjoyed that we fought it a out bit. to the end. Yeah. I mean. A lot of polish missing. I thought we started well. Opportunities missed by Liam Henry early where he just had perfect opportunity in a game where he's poor, grand, you know, rest in peace with his poor granddad. I That that drove me mad. Like they've all got the black armband on for you. It would have been such a good moment for him and he, Missed it by a mile, um, and then a few grub kicks inside fifty, and we had like oh, a lot we of had good a patch, looks, a we had lot a patch of good looks where the only kicks inside. Well, I feel like you know we have been saying don't bomb it in, and they've gone fine. We're going to kick on the ground inside fifty now. Yeah, it's a new one. We had like we can't. We have to be careful what we wish for. Um, but uh, those inside fifties in the first quarter, I think it was just yeah, like yeah, grubby yeah. kicks from pretty good players as well. I think Raz did one. Like they can all kick it. I, I feel like the problem is We're... the Dockers either try and kick the shit out of it with a bullet pass, or they kick the shit out of it yeah. into the air. It's like just gently kick yeah. it out in front of people. You know those really good kicks yeah. like Pendlebury, just just like gently pass it into the into the um in space in front of a player rather than kicking the shit out of it. And if it gives a big body, like I think Tracy and Amiss, they just want it out in front and they'll dictate the speed they hit it with. Like if they've mm. got to slow up and keep their defender behind, like as, as long as they've got their reach, um, I just think you've, yeah, you obviously don't want it on their head, but if they've got to slow their speed a bit, um, yeah, it was frustrating that first quarter. I thought we had a chance to kick a few more and just, yeah, we were like sitting 60, 70 out with players running in free. Had some good quality turnovers. Oh. There were a few times where we had like two or three outnumber. Like there was like four dockers and one port defender and we'd just kick to the port defender. Like, you know, those ones, it's just like, good God. Yeah. Um, And it wasn't because of good defending. It was just because of terrible decision-making and skill execution. Um, Warner and Wagner look too similar. Look way (laughs) too similar. This is is good gags. I don't know how many, but I thought... I thought safety in numbers Warner like a, like goldfish was our theory. That is like that was, if we look the same, they won't be able to drop both of us. That was probably the match in um that was that was pretty much summarized the match quite well. We we fumbled and we we worked so hard to to you know get get the ball back and then we just we fumble again and turned it over and it's just you know port port just slammed one home. Mm. You just can't good good tides, that's what that's what they do. They make you pay and, and port gave it up. We had good pressure, but we just couldn't make him pay. I think ever since I commented on how well we converted this year, I think like three weeks ago, I was like, "Far out, we do convert a lot. We're doing quite well." And then no, like, again, I take you back. The score line does not account for the missed missed opportunities, like as in the ones that we don't even score anything from. Like when we grubber it in, it's it ruins a perfect pass, and then the ones that don't make the distance or yeah. go out in the full. Which are, think, which is still several, I reckon five I think, or six shots every week, like a couple a quarter, don't make the distance or go out in the full. You're right, mate. Try, 
Oh, I'm just organizing, tra- organizing tradies from my Dork Talk podcast. Yeah, that's all right. This is good, good radio. Um, <laughs> what do you think about? So we spoke about banners. Banners, fresh, airy. They're nearly gold a year. Got score review, dubious touch, and then injured. Probably won't play again. Four banners. What uh, a what a wild ride that was. Yeah, I know. I also like. I suppose bringing him in. I thought towards the end of the season, we started to get some selection and some roles worked out. Like I love young going into the middle. Like why does it take us? It's again, took way too long to shift a magnet on the board. I reckon. Oh mate. Slapping slapping banners back on is like, that's like the emergency response. Like if things are going bad, they're like hit the emergency button. And it's just like banners. banners. (laughs) I know. And it's a weird emergency button. It's pretty much also a self-destruct button. Um, I don't know why he comes back in all the time, but uh, we we spoke about Longmuir and the coaching panel having a real inability to innovate. Like how often do you see in a game that we're sort of down by 20 to 30 consistently and you need to do something to change that. Like you're not just going to suddenly kick 10 goals and, and win that game. Like you need no. to change something. We still don't bring the sub on until 10 minutes into the fourth quarter. We still don't change up forwards and backs. And it's it's often those games that we'll do something in the fourth quarter and suddenly we'll be only 15, 20 points down. But, you know, too late. Uh, yeah. Do it in do it in the third quarter. Do it in the second quarter. Cox, like try Cox something forward? way earlier. Oh, do it way earlier. Cox went forward in the, in the fourth. Whatever. Yeah. It's worth a try. I'd prefer to watch 100%. us fail trying then watch the same thing for four quarters and you're banging your head against the wall. I reckon as well, like, if there should be rule, if they get, like, so goals out the centre square, we let a few out the front gate that broke out, that was just fucking devastating again. Goals out the goal square are literally a uppercut to the groin. Goals out of, if the, that happens, out of the centre square, sorry, you mean? Sorry, goals out goals of the centre square. Goals in the goal square, square yeah, are, are our goals. jam. We just need to win that. Yeah, That's a KPI. <laughs> centre square. When that ball sails over Luke Ryan's head, I reckon just go, he's just like grabs whoever he wants out of the midfield and goes, you're full back and just goes, I'm going to bury someone in in here. Just just put, but I reckon him sometimes we've lacked a bit of size. I like Hayden Young in there because he's a bit bit of a bigger body. I don't mind putting him in, but I think Ryan Brayshaw and Sarong would be sweet. I don't mind running that, giving him a I'd be happy with Ryan going into the midfield for a short stint. Um, It's looked better awareness. Yeah, Ryan. It's looked better pressure-wise yeah. since Young went, Young went in because he sort of just doesn't... I feel like the other two... I don't know. Sarong's a bit of a beast, like, inside. He wins a lot of contested ball, but it just feels like we get bullied when the ball's in dispute yeah. or there's not enough people that are yeah. willing to just, like, go in and get it. Um, I think we lose out... Yeah, we lose track of the ball. Like, Ryan's the kind of guy that'll keep it in front and it, and he'll hold the ball in and get get it to go. I just think quite often we just get manhandled out of the way and the ball moves past us. Um, and at three on, you know, it starts off even numbers and then someone hits the deck and all of a sudden we're outnumbered. Mm. It's also Jackson's been, I have I really enjoyed yeah, watching Jackson's Jackson get and seeing that those stats come out about him, coaches votes, uh, leading the votes for Ruckman this year. Yeah, and coaches votes, which is fantastic. He's had a few so, perfect games. Um, or 10 vote games. Uh, Tommy Emmett in his debut looks really good, like just looked like someone that's yeah. going to contribute, uh, kick goals, which is really good for him. Um, tackles, puts pressure on, doesn't look out of place. 
has gone That'd through a lot, a lot yeah. to get there. So, you know, hopefully we'll be very desperate to keep his spot. Like, good on him getting another crack this week. Um, I think the only changes we made were the injuries for uh, O'Meara and Banners, Paul Banners. Yeah. I think, um, no, he looked great. I like the way that they've been able to work. And who debuted week before? It was... War, was it? No. Um, that Warner? lanky kid. Emma? The, nah. Um, Emmett? No, Emmett was this week. <laughs> there's a, there's that. Record. There's no, no, no. It's all right. We'll find it. It's talk amongst yourselves. There was that lanky kid that played a few games out of Ethan Hughes. No, no, not Ethan Hughes. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, it's so the shouting Corbett? stereo. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I've Corbett's just enjoyed played a few weeks. Ronnie Corbett. How how they've been able to work into the game Ethan and make Stanley, an impact. Ethan Stanley, I was trying Ethan to think Stanley. Of. Yeah. They've made an impact. Like, he kicked two goals on debut and, like, he threw himself at the ball. Like, he took on a yeah. Lear. There was that moment where he tried, Like, he had a crack um, and and had an impact in the game in his debut, I think. Like, just just he's going to have periods where he's up and about and he's trying to learn how to get himself up for every AFL game. But obviously, just persist. I think, you know, he deserves a, a couple of runs a game. I just don't know crack. why. Exactly. Yeah, why he was denied. Um, also good to see Matty Johnson. Oh, Rising Johnson? Star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think was a bit of sympathy for last week. Yeah. Um, yeah, more of an average game this week. But that's the dumb yeah. thing about the Rising Star. Like, I feel like they should just remove the fact that they have to be the best player that week, like this week's nomination. Like, I can at the end of the year just yeah. vote. <laughs> What's the so. point of I... having this nomination system? Because... It's just, it's not like you're the best player that week. They just randomly hand out these games, these nominations to people that might have been good the last four weeks or whatever. It's like, fucking just root, like get rid of this system. Yeah. Who's on um, the panel? Who, good question. I want to see the fucking notes. Sam I want to see the minutes. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, no way. Um, so, did you see when Horn Francis just burnt off Switter? I don't know if Sweden yeah. was tired or Horn Francis has wheels, but that's fucked. And Butters and Rosie were pretty good too. Like Butters' goal over his shoulder. It's like, oh. When, you, Butters, when, we, when we go inside 50, 10 times for like one behind and then Butters just goes bang, it's like, oh, shit. We are the, cooked. The old, um, the abbreviated midfield with the Horny Francis and Pally Pepper. Those guys <laughs> yeah. are good midfielders. Eh? The hyphens. I, but I, yeah, the hyphens, the hyphens midfield. I know yesterday as well you were talking about our our man Geo dude, who wasn't out oh, there yeah. on the weekend, but he's possibly looking at a crossover to the Dockers. Yeah, so I hear. Um, Georgie, oh, yeah, Georgianus. Georgiatis, Georgiatis. yeah, WA boy, highly touted, just did a knee. Fucking Monty knows it's pod, pod time, doesn't he? Monty, yeah, Monty's just flying Oi! <laughs> um, well, did you want to talk about? We had some random Docker stuff that we were talking about last night. I think we got into a bit of Liam Henry, Geo, Geo yeah, coming over. So, so Liam Henry, rumors are that he's possibly staying now. Um, who knows? I'll, I'll believe that when I see it because I think it looks like he's sort of probably going. Um, so who knows? We'll wait and see. Um, I feel like we've got to give him a fair offer, not overpay him, but give him a fair offer and. And sort of do a mate, we want to keep you, but if you want to go to chase money, fine. But if you want to go because you're sick of the fans, then that's also I reckon that's probably the most defensible thing. Like people booing him and shit. 
Um, but I think it's going to be a backward step for him going to like he has taken so long to get used to this team and become a contributor that him he's going to start again almost going to a new club. He's a confidence player. Um, you know, he turns the ball over. How is he going to go when he goes to a new club? And they're like, mate, you just turned it over inside twice and cost us goals. Like you drop, you're playing yeah. twos. Um, we, ugh, I don't know. So I think he's he got a lot to, to add for us, but also I'd be careful if I was him. I don't know who picks him up and what they're thinking. Like, cause he's obviously we're trying to build him up as a bit of a wing prospect. Um, it'll be, he's still got maybe one to two years to fill out and be able to play that role. So I don't know who's, who's snapping I don't know. Up. We've got to be careful playing people on the wing because the wing position for the Dockers is almost like the defense against the dark arts position at Hogwarts, man. Like you do one year at wing and then you're out of here. Um, <laughs> you think about all the wingers we've lost. I'm just thinking Akers, Akers Brad, Brad Hill, Hill. Uh, Langdon. Who else? <laughs> yeah, Langdon used to roam on that Mate, wing. Mate, we've had yeah. heaps of wingers disappear. Literally. Mate, <laughs> yeah. Fucking Conspiracy. Banners do you like that one? Yeah, I do yeah, like but, that. Yeah, That's the defense. Okay. Banners and Hughes. On, like Hughes might be gone this year. Um, but like delisted probably. Uh yeah, Hughes and Bat. Maybe that was the idea of putting Hughes on the wing. We're like, oh, all right, we'll sacrifice this guy. <laughs> I could look, I can see him oh, if mate. he wants to go, that's fine. I just do not see like if I'm say you're Gold Coast, are you jumping at the opportunity to grab him? I don't know. I don't know. Like what? He's he's a, a fairly unique. Like you need you need to have a team that's going to use him. Like you know how Brad Hill was good at Dockers, goes to Saints for big money, and they don't really use him. Like I feel like Henry needs to develop this team cohesion to actually be used. Yeah. Um, because that's the reason he's getting so much footy because he's get finding space and we're looking for him rather than like. You know anything magical's happened? Uh, I don't know. I think it's I think it's risky. What What about Sean Darcy? Like he's going to command a fair pay packet, but we almost have to with him be like, "Hello, we want to keep you. We'll give you seven hundred grand a year, which is still a lot, or seven fifty or whatever." Um, and because we can't pay you lots, and I know Jackson's on a lot of money, but that's more on spec rather than because he's worth that right now. Um, I don't know. I think the the Darcy one, like you have a look at what happened with Grundy and what's still going on with that. Like, what do you that Ruckman position? Like, a clubs are they going to be willing to offer? Like, they'll to pry him out. You're going to be have to close. You're going to be close to seven figures on a on a number of year deal. Yeah, yeah. So some other club's going to have to pay him that. True. Um, so I don't know, again, like I don't know who. If he wants to go back to Victoria, then I get it. Maybe Collingwood think... because they, you know, they put uh, Grundy on that big deal. Maybe they want another so want five or six-year Ruckman, something like and that. And should we just just send him the main man again? <laughs> send over Reedy. Like, yeah, we want that big guy. Uh, yeah, cool. We'll send you over a big guy. Um, yeah, we've got another big guy for you. But yeah, it's interesting with what's happened. What's happened there? You, I think you you wouldn't want to pay him. Oh, what's well, that? But Geelong like playing without a ruckman. I can't see them wanting to to move away from that style. I think they just back you in, back your midfielders in to win, and just play like a competitive big man. Um, 
around what, the ground, Sean Darcy. Was, can, yeah, yeah, go on, sorry. No, you're good. Just around the ground, Darcy's great. Um, contested mark and things like that. But yeah, I I'm not sure if he will get the attention. You know, Darcy, I think he can be a really good player, particularly when he gets clearances. Um, and like late in games, sometimes he sort of takes the bull by the horns a little bit, and he looks great. Yeah. The thing yeah. that pisses me off about Darcy, and often it's in crucial moments like red time, is he's sloppy with free kicks. Oh he yeah. Often just like sloppily hits the opponent ruckman across the shoulder, and they're like, "Hi, Buckle." Uh, and it's like, oh, cool. Um, oh, that's a shot on goal. Yeah, cool. Oh, there's 30 seconds left and we fought all quarter to like hold them and you've just let them have a shot on goal and they've hit the goal and now they go in with their tails. But that happens a I lot. Think he, I think if we offer him, a, you know, for him, I would probably accept 700,000 for three years and then take a money deal at the end of that. That's probably that's what yeah. I'd be thinking. If um, I was Darcy, like, I'd like, this to, team's on the um, improve. Free agency, How, however long yeah. he needs for free agency, yeah. like two or three years. And then that way we can reassess because Jackson's deal will be sort of coming to a close then too, maybe. And then yeah. like, you know, we'll know how much money. Anyway. Um, I think he Sean plays Darcy, good football here as well. Yeah, so. he does. On Sean Darcy. And, that's, and like you look at his taps in the system, like his knocks to advantage are good and the mids sort of um, are good with him. Um, so Darcy's number four. Now you would have played junior footy. Do you remember how the jumpers would go from the smallest to the lowest numbers to the highest of the biggest yeah. numbers? So like yeah, I was number know, two. I was pretty small. Yeah, I was pretty small as well. I'd always be, you know, single digits or like ten or something. Uh Darcy running around in number four, just making me think about like not many ruckmen run around with low, like single digit numbers, particularly four, like that's low. And I was having to think about it. Can you think of any others that had really low numbers? Well, Dean Cox wore... 20-something, I think. 20. He wore 20. I thought he was lower. I'm trying to think what Sandy was... Sandy was... uh, Oh, shit. 30-something. 31. Yeah, Sandy was 31. I'm trying to think who... So one I thought of was Brody Grundy at Pies, wore number four. Pretty sure. Yeah. I thought, is Gorn 11? Yes, I think Gorn's 11. That's sort of borderline acceptable to me. Yeah. No, I can't think of any others. Surely there's... What Spider Burton wear? 10? Uh, I think Spider Burton wore a big number too. I'll have a quick look. Um, Spider Burton Dockers. Do so you reckon all these blokes are just carrying on from their junior days, just repping the massive numbers? No, I reckon they're like, fuck you. I never got to wear it. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> low number. What number did you wear, brother? I think Spider Burton wore a decent number, like a high-ish number. Um, so other people I thought of, I'm pretty sure Paul Salmon wore number four. So maybe it's just number four. Uh, Matthew Primus for Port. When he was captain, where's number one? But that's because Port have their captain wear number one. Um, and then John O'Griffin was another one at Adelaide, wore number six before he came to the Dockers. My favourite is uh, Sean Wren for Adelaide, wearing number 52. Do you remember Sean Wren? <laughs> no, but if I was a ruckman, I'd be clunking around in like a 70s. Yeah, just 70s like... sweet. I'm still um, trying to get Spider Burton's. Yeah, I couldn't find it on the on the Wikipedia. I'm gonna write what number did Spider Burton right. did Matthew Burton wear? Uh, 
the dumper numbers, <laughs> Fremantle number 24, North Melbourne number 22. At the end of the 94 season, under an AFL ruling, oh, Matthew Burton, Spider Burton, just took me back yeah, to 20- the same Wikipedia page. What number 24 of the Dockers. Oh, that's pretty sweet, yeah. Matty Burton. Um, on Adelaide, talking about Adelaide with uh, Sean Wren, thoughts on their predicament on the weekend? Oh, insane. Absolutely wild, isn't it? Um, what was, yeah. So, no How goal How are they review. not coach? How's no goal review? Not in his ear? I've seen them yeah. goal review after Tabs took a mark, goal reviewing the mark. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, it's a wild concept that um, an umpire can't be like, hey, why don't we just review that? Like, why does the goal umpire have to take sole responsibility? Can't the, the field umpire, similar to the Jeremy Cameron one, it's like, hey, mate, I'm pretty sure he hand-passed it out of bounds. Are you sure you don't want to call out of bounds there, boundary umpire? Like, just have the umpires able to, like, overrule each other. I just, why don't, go back to three on the field and just have an earpiece and a fourth in the stands. Like who yeah. sits there with a bunch of other umpires at the bar and in that situation <laughs> at the bar, so that everyone at the bar can be like, "Mate, surely you're fucking reviewing that." He's like, "Yeah, yeah, like yeah. pub instant pub test for every decision." Just literally be in the game, but out of the game, and just just be there on the mic and just be like, when he goes to mate, she's like, "Nah, mate, goal review that. Just goal review it," and then just it just gets goal reviewed. Like they're just sitting. I think that's probably almost better than having a fourth on the field. I don't understand. It's like there's been more fucking errors with four on the field than there were. I don't think that changes it. I don't think it they see more. It has not changed anything. No, it has nah. not changed anything. Um, the other thing I was hearing is they bring in an extra umpire every game. So no nine games a week, four umpires a game. So 36 umpires needed. Uh, and there's not that many good umpires. So umpires are having to do two in a row and stuff like that. So probably fatigue's a factor, but also like, it's like in the AFLW when they expand the teams and suddenly all these players are having to jump up a level. All these umpires yeah. are having to now umpire AFL uh, who may not be ready or may never be ready. Um, having less umpires wasn't even, necessarily a bad thing. Why do we even need goal umpires? I think it speeds it up. Like imagine if every time they were um, uh, reviewing it or whatever. Just, I think just you need a goal surely, I don't think that's surely, a good call. Surely at the MCG, the whole thing can be digitalized and done within like a couple of seconds. Like surely. Mate, how many dubious you, ones are there a game? How many obvious behinds? And how are they going to go umpire's call when nothing happens? <laughs> you know, and there like, won't Ooh. be. Don't worry about there being. There's just going to be the. <laughs> cor- there the will just be nothing but the correct call. But nah, how many ones? The AFL can't when, have that. Oh, it's just flat out. Like, all right, we'll have them there for the obvious ones. Just literally like, yeah, behind, quick, get on the ball, get going. You don't need to signal. Don't worry about signaling. Remember when you used to have to wait for them to stop waving the flags? The flags, yeah. Unreal. Um, great, Never great move. get whacked yeah. by them. Yeah. You couldn't take the kick in until they'd done the flags. And you know the flags is only so that both goal umpires acknowledge the score. Like so it's that you know for when you're playing like D12 resis exactly the down the other end with the car. and there's no scoreboard and so the goal umpires can keep score like it's wild. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we don't need the flags anymore. Like, why do they need to do the flags? Get rid of that. You want to get rid of the flags, mate? I'm not talking about 
about leave the flags out there and get God rid of God hates I'm flags. Saying, pack, pack pack your whole kit and caboodle. I just go go away. Uh, start. We'll start. We'll compromise. We'll get rid of the flags. Keep the signals. Get rid of the flags. Goal umpires don't keep score anyway. It's all on the scoreboard, so that's fine. Um, you should see. We'll go from there. Rezzy's, Rezzy's footies up here. They uh, made a big effort to get new uh, boundary umpires because they got sick of random punters doing it because like they weren't covering the ground. So they went out and got a bunch of backpackers, gave them a bit of money. And they're like, we've got proper boundary umpires this week. Like we're not having random because normally go out up here and whoever was like sitting nearest it would hurl Just it back crowd. in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. So kids would hell get into it. So then they got these, oh, the majority of them were backpackers and you should have seen no one actually taught them how to throw it in. Oh, so, God. So they were just like these, kicking it in. These dudes are just like, because you're trying to tell them, like, I don't know why it's important you face the other way. You can still face the field and lob the ball in, but they're yeah. trying to tell these back. They're like, no, 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 you got to face the other way. And they're like, they're literally what? thinking like, they're like, oh, do I throw it forward? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it is quite weird when you first get shown it. Um, what was I going to say? A lot of fun. Yeah. One of oh, the highlights of going down to Rezies is literally predicting the quality of the boundary umpires. Like when they rock up, you're like, oh, man. <laughs> That's pretty, pretty funny. Yeah. I can imagine fucking Port Headland Rezies being one of the roughest grades of football going around. Uh, this year, it's this year that. They're, yeah, terrible, doing terrible this year. I know Swanee's doing all right. I think uh, the Mighty Swans? Cats, uh, South Headland. Oh, yeah. And then Karatha Cats. Yeah, Cats are doing quite good. Um, and then do, um, don't you play like Roburn, the prison team? The prison team isn't in there anymore. Oh. I remember another another story back when my brother was vice president of the Port Headland Rovers. He had to attend a tribunal case. A, a guy got knocked out on the field and... The, the issue that was raised at the committee wasn't really about when he got knocked out. They weren't worried about that. The problem was some of the Wickham supporters, rather than getting the stretcher, they went into the, I think it was the Roburn grounds or the Carrather grounds. They ripped the door off the toilet to carry him off. Do <laughs> <laughs> I vandalise it or what? So he got knocked out and obviously the crowd's like, <laughs> They're just going off. They're like, "Yeah, bloody, you knocked him out!" And so yeah, they're like, "Get him, get him a stretcher." So they went into the change room to get a stretcher. They couldn't find anything, so they ripped it. <laughs> so imagine I think if it was just a just toilet door. A <laughs> someone's doing his so, shit. It's like, "Oi, mate, so sorry, got, we need this." So someone's been knocked out. Most of the tribunal, I was like a tribunal, but most of it was them trying to figure out who's going to pay for the door. Yeah, it's like a um, judge duty case, probably. So old um, mate was apparently sleeping on the door for a while as well. So they were unhappy about the medical treatment, the fact he was on a door, and then the other team were like, "Well, are you going to put the door back on? Who's putting the door back on?" The <laughs> the door stretcher. Um, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, how about so a couple other things in AFL? What about did you see Devin Robertson for the Brisbane Lions get his shirt ripped off? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty funny. And how apparently his Instagram followers went from nine thousand to like twenty seven thousand. Yeah, that game. <laughs> people added big, him on Instagram. Um, Brian Taylor was getting pretty excited about it, and rightly so. But 
Yeah, those shirts. Yeah, he was running around with it like a cloak for a while, and then I think um, he threw it off. Was it why he got he got tackled yeah. holding the ball, and then he got rid of it because he's like, oh, that was that's why I got tackled. This shirt. I would have just kept it. I would have tried to just peel the front bit off and keep the neck and roam roam with a cape. How long? Yeah, I wonder how long you can roll around skins. Surely the umpire's <laughs> like, mate, get a jumper on. <laughs> jumper review. Yeah, jumper review. No, no, no. They would never do that. Umpire's call. No. Um, we need a special jumper umpire to make that decision. Like the, the field umpire couldn't make that decision. Uh, how about the Eagles getting up over the dogs? $15 they were paying. That's yeah, a huge. rowdy, roughy club. I hope some people got on that, like Eagles fans. What's... That's something that me and you would have got on if Dockers were paying 15. Like, pretty sure we I... got on the Dockers paying nine or whatever but... against Geelong, but I think I gave them a margin. Fucking capitulation for doggies because that puts them out of the eight pretty much. Yeah. It's, well, it's a weird game. It was sort of lose-lose. So, the Eagles win and they don't get number one pick. Dogs lose and they are now not in finals. Like, both teams probably didn't want that result. <laughs> Yeah. Like Eagles I, like, was what I, yeah. Did we cost ourselves? Um, I don't know. It's kind of good for the Eagles to get a win. Like, shuts up the media. I'm sick of reading about, like, when will um, Simpson get sacked? It's like the same article on repeat. That, yeah. God. It's fucking Is get it the new huge, stories. It's the huge retirement party this weekend. Oh, yeah. Eagles. We dodged a bullet there. They've um, booked out. 50 Hiluxes. Oh, no, what did they say? They're just getting the big tipper truck. Just putting uh, the flatbed. On the Get big, the big flat flatbed. One for Nick now and one for the other guys. Yeah. <laughs> just get him like a lifeguard's chair on a flatbed. Yeah. And he can, just go, he can just go around and just get a big queen wave. Mate, I imagine the Eagles probably have. Do you remember um, the 300, the movie, where King Xerxes travels around with like all these slaves oh, carrying, yeah. carrying like a thing? I reckon they'll have something like that, all these eagle slaves just honouring uh, King Nick Nat. Um What about Billy Damage? We've got to talk about Billy Damage going over to oh, huge. Um, Finland to compete in the air guitar thing. So I caught up with Billy briefly last weekend and gave him a uh, dork talk hat um, that, that he said he will try and incorporate. Well, he'll definitely wear a little bit over there, um, but he's got like, he has to wear full uniform and shit when he does his show. Oh, Bit of an um, outfit. Oh, a bit of a dork talk outfit. But yeah, uh, he was pretty wrapped with that. It was good, good to catch out and good bloke. Um I think he, he was trying to get up there doing some air guitar with the guy that um Yeah, yeah, yeah. The at the start of the game. The guy that does the um uh the guitar at the pre show. We will rock you. So yeah. we will rock you. I yeah. assume that guy up there is doing air guitar. No, that's real guitar. Well, I'm sure Billy could make it look real as well and get him up there in the door. Just, door just hand him up a guitar that's not plugged in, you mean? Yeah. Well, you could still have the, you know, obviously sound like he's doing it. And he, well, he I would think that's the whole look. thing. You just, yeah, go next to him. People aren't going to, when someone gets up there and they've got a guitar and they've got a Dork Talk hat on, no questions are going to be asked, Juddy. They're going to be like, this guy's <laughs> legit. <laughs> he's got a Dork Talk hat on. Whatever he wants. Yeah, he can probably good. call. He can call a score review from up there. People will probably listen. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, we'd love to see some photos and some. Videos. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he sent us something. Did you have a watch? No, he sent us a little, a little video. Oh, I'll have a little watch after. But yeah, looking forward. Hopefully, he has a win. 
hopefully has listened to the listen to the pod while he's over we'll there. We'll get some um, international listens. <laughs> yes. Well, what, well, one Finland. Um. So I reckon punting. We should have a multi because it's the last round. We haven't done. Yep. Um. I will one finish for on a that while. Note. What do you mean? Finish the pod. Oh, yeah. Heaps of shit I want to talk to you about. <laughs> Stop trying to finish the pod. You don't have work today. Um, what I was looking at this week, so we could try and have a bit of a bet. I I'm think loading betting, up sports bet. Yeah, betting on games, as in like tipping, be a bit of a nightmare because Bombers have dropped pretty much everyone. So surely Collingwood will win that. Hawks Freo might be a pretty good game. Uh, North have no incentive whatsoever to win that game. Uh, so I feel like North are going to come in um, as limp as anything. Uh, Lions St Kilda might be a good game. Um, yeah, Geelong Dogs might be a good game. Dogs I need to win to make Geelong... finals. Geelong want to ruin that for them. Eagles Adelaide, who knows? Like Eagles could yeah. come out and shit the bed or come out honouring their final players and Adelaide can't make finals. Uh, Tigers Port, don't know if that'll be a good game. Melbourne Sydney could be a good game because that's like finals contention, and Carlton GWS could be a good game too. So there's like four games that could be good games. So maybe we just go a little. You know the Dockers. Have you noticed? So if you're trying to pick who's going to kick goals, you look the previous week at who didn't kick any goals. Like Schultz kicks theory. five in a derby, and then he kicks zero last week. I'm going to have a look. Who didn't kick any goals last week for us? Like uh, Sturt didn't kick any. Schultz didn't kick any. I've got my multi. I got a my miss didn't kick any. I think a miss. I I thought he did. He go off with a possible knee. He came back. Ah, uh, he had he a cork or something. Yeah, he was real proppy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. What sort of goal scoring bet? Goal scorer bets do we got? I think just keep it. I've gone just straight head to head for the nine. Have you? I've got Collingwood into the Dockers. I think Gold Coast get up with their new coach. I think Brisbane will be all right at home. I think Geelong upset the Doggies at home. I think West Coast say goodbye to Nick Nat and win. I think Port Adelaide get up against Richmond. I think Melbourne are too good for Sydney. And Carlton shit the bed and GWS win in the last. I think GWS are actually a lot better than people give them credit for. But we'll find out Sunday. That gets me to 231. I'll put 10 on that. Yeah, that's not bad. Um, I'm going to make a... Hmm, I'm going to make a same game multi. I'm not excited by any of these. Um, so far, I've got... Walters to kick two goals, Jackson to kick a goal, Luke Jackson to get 15 plus touches, and Jordan Clark to get over 20, and that's paying 875. Maybe I'll chuck in Dockers to win, and that's $13. There you go. Uh, yeah, that's not bad. I'll take that. Um, yeah. Very good. Um, good multis. Hopefully, everyone has a punt this week. Uh, so, this week, we've got two changes Hamling comes in, and Walters come in for Banners and O'Meara. And so the word on this, well, the the thoughts are, we haven't gone through too many rumours this week, 
um, the rumour is that with Hamlin coming in, will Cox go forward? And then everyone's starting to look at Cox uh, first goal, anytime goal, all those sort of odds. Oh. Um, which is pretty exciting. But that's purely just from um, anytime goal. Let's have a look. The bullshit thing is how they have any other player listed. It's like, just fucking list every player. <laughs> just give him some odds. What the fuck's wrong with that? Just just give them odds. Like, why do you have to ask? Do you reckon that's like a little bit to do with um like uh protecting odds? So like if they're not listed, they're unlikely to kick goal. So if someone if they put odds there at like 70 bucks and then that's randomly like someone hears that they're gonna play forward, um yeah. you know, they can they can chew pretty- those odds up. But if they don't give odds, like you can't just take advantage of it and you gotta ask them for odds. I don't know. Well, Barkin Sports think Cox- Bet are jerks, is all I'm thinking. I can't see Cox being allowed to roll forward. I reckon that magnets, it's hard just to peel off the whiteboard, especially especially before a game. They get a little bit looser in like the last 10 minutes of the fourth. Yeah. But I think Amir as well, like, what do you, he'll probably sneak in, but he's a chance to sneak forward as well. Amir is um, out. He got injured. Hamling. And Walters coming. Oh, sorry, in. I was reading that or... out. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> you dirty dog. Um, how funny is if Cox goes forward? Like, if I was JLo, I'd be like, okay, I want you to play as you play in defense, but in our forward line and just pretend like the, the midfield running through are opposite team Fenders. and just yeah. read it because they're going to kick it out in front of the Hawks forward, the Hawks defenders, and you've got to try and cut them off and take the mark. Um, we're like literally, instead of fixing our inside 50s, we're just like fixing the team structure around our terrible inside 50s. It's like the most consistent thing about our whole game is that we're going to kick it terribly inside 50. So how do we fix that? I think he would become incredibly frustrating to watch as a forward. I think Cox is, he's, I don't think he's as switched on. But he might be able to clunk a few, like see what happens, but mm. I think you'd find he'd, he'd very tabs, tabs like, maybe a little bit lumbering, not as, not as switched on. Yeah. I reckon you're probably right. Um, I don't know. I, I think hopefully they bring a bit of intensity. Last game, I don't think. I, like, I don't think they'll do the old, like, oh, we can't make finals, let's turn it up. And Hawks have been in pretty good form as well. So hopefully you know, there's a bit of a spectacle. Um, I think we've got to be careful of Sicily. They've got some good mids, Hawks. Um, you know, we, we we can't let them have those front door exits that we like to give up these days. But um, no. I reckon it might be okay. Um, just quickly on... Uh, Dork Talk, Enreach, sponsors, all that sort of stuff. Um, Coops hit me up and uh, Enreach have a new, Enreach have a brand new slogan. So the new slogan is real world world transactions and cross chain DeFi. Now I'm getting more confused by this. Earn yield by funding real world companies. Explore the best opportunities from both TradeFi and DeFi. So, oh, sounds like NRH are branching out. I'm not quite sure what into, but Coops can hit you, hit us up and um, we can pass you on to Coops if you're interested. That's nrh.io. So the comp we're doing, which everyone probably knows about, is taking a selfie of yourself while um, listening to the pod. pod 
and the most interesting or cool one will win an Indigenous Guernsey. Now, the way to decide this, I reckon, because we've probably got like maybe 40 or 50 entries, I reckon you, me, and Coops, I'll get them all together and send them to about all three of us. I reckon we go through, we pick our three, two, one, and whoever yep. gets the most votes, or maybe five, four, three, two, one. Do um, coaches vote style. Yeah, five, four, three, two, one. And then yep. that way, uh, you, you know, we can go, because we'll probably all centre around similar ones. Um, and that way, whoever's got it, got the best one, we can show our working and people, you know, there's there's going to be, it's going to be some broken, broken hearts. So a top we three, sh- we'll yeah. announce a top three. Top three, yeah. Do- we've got two more dork, dork hats, maybe the, you know, second and third Anyone, can get a hat. Yeah. Anyone performing any musical shows can probably get one as a little bit of a display yeah. of advertising. Uh, maybe we'll do that. Go number one wins the Guernsey and then two and three gets the hat. Um. And we'll figure it out after next week. So you've got another week or so to uh, to get in your your selfie, listening to the pods, doing something cool. Um, hit us up. All right. Perfect, mate. Well, look forward to Saturday morning. I think it's a huge chance. We should finish the year strong. We're over at the MCG. Let's spoil Hawthorne's day. We have. I thought we've played well against Brisbane, played well against Port. Let's try to put it all together. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, we've been pretty good the last I couple of that, weeks, to be honest. Yeah. I think a um, chance to get all things right. Um, and this is for our Hawthorne. tenth win. Yeah, this is for tenth yep. win. Yeah, be good to win ten. Um, hopefully, anyway. All right. All right. Happy Friday, my Thank friend. Thank you very much for coming in on a Friday. All right, I'll talk to you soon, mate. See ya.